Hello, hello on tonight. This is Little Angels Drop-In Podcast, LLC. Listen, I am coming tonight to talk to you about an article that I found in the USA Today newspaper for Wednesday, January the 19th, 2022. This article was found in the USA Today newspaper, which is the nation's news. And this is what it's had on the front of the newspaper coronavirus pandemic. Parents pressure as daycares close. Uh-oh. So tonight, that's what I'm going to be talking about. So I'm going to read you a few parts of this article. And if you want to find this, you can go to the January 19, January 19, 2022 issue of the USA Today. And you can go in there and you can find the article in there pertaining to parents pressured as daycare daycares closes. If you're a working parent with young kids, chances are the new year hasn't been as happy as you hoped. The Omicron is raging. Safety guidance is constantly changing. Vaccines aren't approved for little children and coronavirus test kits are in short supply. Reliable, affordable child care options are scarce. Centers cancel classes or close altogether as employees call in sick or leave their jobs. COVID-19 cases crops up at daycares where internal spread used to be somewhat limited. You have so many programs that were under the impression that they weather the worst of the storm, said Ryan Evans, um, Alvin, CEO of the National Association for the Education of Young Children. Now they're back in program delivery crisis and they're back in economic crisis. It's hard to qualify how it's hard to uh, quantify how widespread childcare disruptions are. Data is hard to come by because the sector is essentially a bunch of small businesses. The statistics that do exist, supported by mounting complaints on social media, flurries or te- of text, texts between working parents and interviews from around the country, suggest closures are again on the rise after months of relative stability. They've driven by the surge in COVID-19 cases and staffing issues. Zach Perron, a professor of social policy at Italy, Bacani University, and his co-researchers use anonymized cell phones data from more than 40 million users to track visits to. To track visits to schools and child care centers in the USA. When the total number of monthly visits to a child care center is more than 50% lower than it was in 2019, the researchers count that as a disruption. Last month, 28% of former child care centers experienced a decline of at least that much, according to the researchers' data set. That was the highest rate since June. Monica Cox, mother of a three-year-old in Ohio, said it feels like she's running a daycare out of her home. She never expected she'll be at this stage in her life in her 40s. A distinguished professor of engineering, a small business owner, spending so many work days caring for a toddler. Her son's actually daycare center is winding down its latest closure in a string of severe, several due to positive cases. Cox and her husband, a teacher, must coordinate their busy schedules so that they can take care of their toddler when he can't be at daycare. They often end up taking sick days. Cox, who works from home, has grown custom, accustomed to working in the early morning and late evening so she can tend to her son during the day. She admitted her work performance has suffered. 
Something is telling me not to push myself at a level that I used to push myself because I don't know how long I have to sustain this, she said. Taylor Sims' daughter, Eleanor, was born prematurely, prematurely with a heart issue in April 2020 and haven't spent much time around other children until last fall. That's when Sims and her husband decided in consultation with their doctor that it was safe enough to enroll Eleanor in daycare. Sims, a graduate student at the University of Michigan, was relieved she finally had some time to make some progress on her history doctorate. She had to postpone its completion. She and her husband, a pastor and a junket professor, settled on daycare three days a week, partly because of the cost. Three days was better than nothing. Daycare is really the only place she goes to protect um, our work time, she said. Looking back, Sim said, three days feel like a luxury. Eleanor had spent almost half of those days at home. Some days she woke up with a runny nose and a typical toddler affliction, which often meant the family had to see a coronavirus test and await results per health guidelines and daycare rules or out of abundance of caution. On other days, staff issues or positive case forced the daycare to cancel classes, including right before Christmas. It's day by day, not knowing if it's going to be open, Sims said. If she can't go on Tuesday, it's like, okay, I hope she can go tomorrow. Before we know it, the week is over. The missed class time amounts to lots of wasted money. Their university subsidized tuition is charged monthly, whether Illinois attend classes or not. I'm definitely not making progress on my PhD. I'm trying to stay afloat, Sims said. I have to just put my career on hold. There's no other way to phase. There's no other way to phase it. My husband is super accommodating, but his job is the one that pays the bill. Mine's not. So I'm trying to try edge in that way and be realistic that this isn't ending anytime soon. At the height of the pandemic shutdowns more than two in two in three other countries' former childcare centers were closed or operating at reduced capacity, according to the Proline data. Disruption lessening, reaching their lowest rate in the pandemic last summer. That continued until December as the Icron, the Omicron surge took off through disruption rates and are still just a fraction of what they were in April 2020. So here, as we have it, daycares are still suffering. Parents are still fighting with what days the children are going to go to the daycare. And as you heard in the article, she also said that if they pay for three days um, and sometimes they may not even go because some of the staff members are out being sick. So here we are. Here it is. 2022. We are still in the middle of a pandemic. Omicron has changed. If I'm saying it correct, it has changed a lot as well. Um, we're still hearing parents being pressured as daycare closed. So, I want to say this on tonight. I'm not going to be on here long. I said I wasn't. Here again, we have a we have a factor here with moms and dads struggling, just trying to stay afloat. They're trying to uh, maintain their jobs with balancing keeping a toddler at home, as you heard in the story that I read, the first one. So I want to say this on tonight. We are continue to have a childcare crisis. In 2022, this is January 2022. The t- today's date is um, January, I think the 24th, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Um, here we are. We're still dealing with COVID. This is uh, January 2022. We're still dealing with COVID. We're still dealing with people getting sick. We're still getting dealing with some people are vaccinated, some people are not. We are still dealing with this virus. And I'm saying all of this to say this. 
some kind of way, <laughs> the vision that God actually gave me about the drop in for the childcare for the kids is one of the solutions to the problem that this nation is having at this moment. Because daycares continues to close because staff are sick. Now, again, I've done a couple of articles on last year where they were saying that they were short in staff. A lot of people are not going back into the childcare industry. And here in the state of North Carolina, over a thousand daycares have closed. I don't know what the state is going to do. I don't know whether they're going to change some of the rules. I don't know. Well, guess what? This is the reason why you should not take advantage of a good service. Take it for granted. Not appreciating the teachers, not appreciating the caregivers, not appreciating the cooks, not appreciating the bus drivers. Why? Because we're in the middle of a pandemic and this is now January 2022. And so we are still dealing with a, a virus. But this one is the Omicron virus. And I'm saying all of this to say this. There is a solution to it. Drop ins, child care. When the regular facility is not running, a drop in will affiliate somewhat of that. Yes, it would. It is the solution to a whole lot of problems. And a lot of times we want to look at something because we're not familiar with something. But that's the idea that God had gave me. And that's the reason why I'm talking about tonight. Little Angels Drop In LLC. Why? Because it's a solution to a whole lot of parents' problems. It's a solution to a doctor's appointments. It's a solution to a whole lot of things. Gym time. All of that. Why? Because traditional daycares are continuously to close. At the beat of a moment, if staff get sick, however, no staff, no daycare. So I want you to uh, think about what I'm saying tonight. Again, the topic was parents pressured as daycare closed, USA Today, coronavirus pandemic. Issue is the nation's news in USA Today, Wednesday, January the 19th, 2022. I just want to let you know, don't take your child care uh, for granted, don't take the child care workers for granted, don't take the child care facilities for granted. Why? Because this is a most needed service that even more now with Amicron being here and some staff being out, some staff being there, some people are walking away from the industry. You have to appreciate people when you have something. And this is, should be a lesson for the whole nation because again, getting back to with the teachers and, and all of that, they are one of the lowest ones paid in the nation and it should not be. It should have never been and it should not still be. And even though the state may give these little incentives and stuff, but the cost of living is still rising. Inflation is still rising. Food is still going up and it takes a lot to live because the cost of living has gone up here in Durham, North Carolina. I'm saying all of this to say this. Teachers need fair wages. They need good wages. They ought to be the ones making the most money, but they're not. They're overlooked, overworked, burnt out, and tired. So I'm hoping and praying that the child care, traditional child care, will change for the better for parents, for people that like this, this couple, that first couple that I read about. They're trying to work it out between them on the days of letting her go three days a week. And even if the daycare closing and staff is not there, they still have to pay. That's the right thing to do because at the end of the day, the daycare still has to make its money. And I don't think a lot of people really understand that. But in that article, it was saying that they still had to pay. I don't know why they put that in there, but that is a part of business. That is a part of it being what it should be when it comes to the childcare industry. So I'm saying all of this to say this. 
Appreciate it. Respect it. Give it more time. Give more gifts to your teachers. Appreciate them. Because if you don't have anyone to keep your children and say, for example, if you're not able to work from home and you have to go and punch a clock, (laughs) you're going to need child care. So think about what I'm saying tonight. I'm not going to make this recording long, but I just want you to think about it. We still have parents in January 2022 still struggling, trying to stay afloat with their jobs and providing childcare at home with their little ones. God bless you. Thank you for your time and have a good night.